Hello everyone, welcome to My Sticks. I hope you're having an amazing time while listening to this podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, today uh, I wasn't even planning on recording this because, like, you know, we're at the middle of the Olympics. I was trying to like and not giving any update until uh, the end of the Olympics, and then record a podcast about everything. Maybe with Jordan again. Uh, but things happens. And I think this is an, a situation that needs to be addressed. Um, and I mean, I was like, okay, I don't think my opinion really counts on this uh, debate at the moment that I'm recording this because, like, everyone else is giving, like, I think the right approach to this situation. But then I saw uh, a particular, well, not, not only from a single person, but it was the one that pisses me the most. But a lot of people on the gym internet, Latin American community, is ugh, it pisses me off to read those comments. And yeah, like I was like, you know what? I need to give my opinion on this. So uh, yeah, if you have been uh, realized yet, we're gonna talk about what's happening with Simone Biles with her withdrawals from both team finals and now all around finals. We have been uh, we have been the confirmation yet about whether or not uh, she's gonna go to team final to even finals, but at the moment is what we want. And yeah, if you are interested in listening to my opinion on this entire situation, um, just keep listening. If you're not, it's okay. Um, and yeah, thank you. <laughs> so what happened? Um. The day of team finals, Simone was obviously scheduled to compete on all four events uh, to give uh, the opportunity to the US to win the gold medal, as they have been doing for the last um, like 11 years or something, well 10 years, yeah, something like that. Point is that that didn't happen because, um, well, Simone started on Balt. She was planning to do an Amanar, but she was like, we're on the, on the air, like she uh, didn't have like the opportunity to do the twist correctly. And instead of doing the two and a half twisting, she only did a one and a half twisting. Like, it was like, if she will just block when she, when she was on the air and she wasn't able to complete the twist. Um, after that, she talked to to her coaches, not Tom Forrester, to uh, Zazil and what's the name of the other guy? Um, uh, I can't remember, but yeah, she talked to their coaches and uh, she would drown from the rest of the final. So uh, Jordan, Zuni and Grace had to compete in the rest of the events by themselves without Simone. Uh, and they did an amazing job. They got the silver medal, which is amazing. Taking in consideration that uh, Jordan didn't warm up for neither bars nor beam and Zuni didn't warm up for floor. So I respect them for that. But yeah, basically that was what that was what happened with Simone. First, uh, they gave a communicate that it was because of a minor injury. But then on the press conference, Simone told us that there's no injury, but it's because she's dealing with mental health problems. Okay, and 
Actually, I read a tweet. I don't know if that was true or not, but apparently, when she ended up her bolt, she told Cecil, uh, like, uh, I can't trust myself, and that's such a concerning comment. Because in a sport as gymnastics, you need to trust in your own body to be able to do the skills, especially uh, the skills that Simone Biles does, because it's the uh, greatest amount of difficulty that we've seen in a lot of times. So that's what basically had, uh, that's like the uh, concerning connotation of this entire situation, okay? Because it's not like... Um, if you have a day off, like, because everyone has the days off, but in other sports, it just means that you're not being focused and um, you're going to lose. Well, not lose, but uh, you're going to have bad results. But in a sport as gymnastics, uh, having a day off uh, can be really disastrous uh, because the skills, because the skills are dangerous, like, Obviously, we're convinced that skills are even not that hard because they doesn't even look uh, as hard as we perceive them. But that's the job of the gymnasts. I mean, like, they uh, they do the things with such a ease that we think they are not hard. Even though in any uh, skill that they are doing, they're risking their health. And that's something that we should really consider on this topic to be able to address the situation, okay? So I think it was the right decision for her to do this move. And like, let's let's face it, uh, Jordan, Suni, and Grace uh, are amazing gymnasts and they fought till the end. Uh, and I don't know whether or not the results could have been changed with Simone on them, but that's another part of this conversation. Uh, in here, we don't have what ifs, we just have what uh, what happening. So basically, that that was what happened, and she's telling that she has been struggling a little bit with uh, her mental health, and that she is gonna take the finals one by another. Like uh, she's gonna um, uh, listen to her body, listen to her mind, basically. And deciding whether or not is she gonna compete at even finals because she is qualified for all four of them. Uh, at the moment, we know that she's not gonna be competing at the other round, which is gonna be quite interesting because, uh, like, it's gonna be the first time that we're having, like, well, apart from 2017 that she was not competing at all. Uh, I think it's gonna be the first time that we're actually having a fight for the gold medal. Signs like uh, 2014, because in 2014, Larisa Yordake was close to her. But yeah, um, she's not going to compete on the other round. She didn't compete on team finals. And that's really good, because she's focusing a lot of her, on her mental health. And that's something that I really appreciate, because these courses of mental health have been always stigmatized by people because they think that if you're like having problems with your mental health that means that you're like uh, really bad that you're are unable to do things normally I don't know it's something that uh, really affects people with mental illnesses um, because yeah and like every of us have uh, problems with mental health at least once 
in our lives and if you don't like I don't know which kind of privilege you're living in but yeah we need to um to to really encourage this discourage about mental health because mental health is as important if not more than physical one than the physical one because I mean you can be in your in a perfect physical condition but if your mind says no is no like it is what it is and I think that's the problem that we don't take with uh, the seriousness with should uh, the mental problems because mental problems are uh, a thing are definitely a thing and I mean like even I don't know in other countries uh, I don't know different realities but at least in where I live is already way too stigmatized to go to therapy with a psychologist or something because they think you're crazy and it's not the point like having uh, therapy is really important because as well as we need to uh, to have prepare for sport or bodies uh, to like be able to do all of the skills and all of that stuff uh, you also need to have a uh, good mental position. You need to um, take care of your mental health. Because, yeah, mental health is one of the most important things uh, in, like, everything. Basically, if you're not having a good mental health, it's almost impossible to to do things. Because you feel either unmotivated, you feel way too tired, you feel uh, unconfident, all of that stuff. So, in first place, I want to um, congratulate her for putting her mental her mental health first instead of the competition because uh, it was the best decision for her. Once again, it's not like uh, that if she's having a day off uh, that her mind is disconnected with her body uh, she's just gonna have a bad day she is risking her life so I think it was really uh, encouraging for her to take this decision and to communicate it to the press uh, with the Chinese because I think uh, like I mean always especially by the stigma that it has talking about mental health issues is always hard because you're always open to the criticize from the people and especially being a person with uh, such a fame as Simone Biles has so I'm really happy that she was open up about this uh, topic Tom Forrester on the contrary didn't even want to like appear to the media and he's the one who's supposed to communicate with the media about everything like if Simone wouldn't have uh, want to talk about her mental health she was not obligated but Tom Forrester needs to communicate and Tom Forrester refused to talk to the media but uh, yeah in this podcast we hate Tom Forrester I think you already know that um, I call him an asshole one podcast and that world was inserted from the title on I don't know which platform but yeah <laughs> those things happens and yeah Simone Biles was really brave for open up about that and for prioritizing her mental health okay but um really what's been the cause for all of this obviously we can just make um suppositions on this topic but like I mean it's obviously that uh, she's having a mental block and mental blocks are common 
on any sport and it's something that most people don't want to talk about it but they are present and mental blocks are hard to get out of them um I see it as a, as a dancer. I'm an acro dancer and a lyrical dancer, but uh, I start with acro. And having mental blocks is uh, something that one it happens most that I would like, uh, more than I would like. Sorry, and um, it's hard to get out of those those mental blocks. For example, I'm gonna tell tell this story. This happened last year. I started to train like uh, a barani, basically, a uh, front tuck with a half turn, and I landed like one, two, or three times. Uh, I can't exactly remember how many times I landed, and it was great. I think I felt very comfortable doing that. Uh, I never felt like nerves going through that, but then once I have a horrible fall with that particular element and after that whenever I want to do that again uh, my mind just blocked and literally uh, I want to like when I was on the air and I uh, I need to start to turn and I knew how to turn I knew when to turn uh, my mind just blocked and was like no you're not gonna turn anywhere And I was unable to turn, even if I throw the skill uh, in order to turn, I was totally unable because my mind told me that I, I couldn't. Until they I've been able to do that skill once again, like not as I did it before. Because it's hard, it's really hard to like get out of that, uh, of that mental block. Because like even though you know you can do it, you're a hundred percent sure that you're on a physical condition to do it, that you have no injuries, that you have landed before, you were consistent with that, your mind is like you're not gonna do none of this. And even though you know how, uh, you know the right technique to do so, your mind just like uh, shut down and you cannot do the thing that you should do and it feels horrible because it's like your mind is like then trying to process what exactly happened and you don't find any answer and it's really weird to have that and that's only with a front talk with a half turn now imagine for example on the ball that she did on team finals she was throwing it but she wasn't able to twist She only did one and a half twist. Imagine, uh, by the speed that she goes, by the block she has, by the height she goes, uh, um, I don't know how was she able to land it, but apart from that, uh, it's risky. Because if your mind block, by the time that you're doing that, it could end really, really bad. It is scary, so that's why I think that she is doing the right thing to 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 go for that. Another thing that plays an important factor on this uh, equation is the fact that um, Simone Biles, at this point, I think. It has been really dehumanized by the media, by the fans, by everything. Because, like, we forget 
that she's human. Like, even, uh, I don't know, on NBC, when Nasty and Tim are commentating, they are, they say, like, she's out of this planet. She is, That's unreal. She's not human. That affects on uh, on her because they're dehumanizing her. I actually was planning to do a podcast about that, uh, but I still, without doing the proper research, But the dehumanization is really hard. It doesn't matter if it is either uh, for praising or for uh, dragging. Like, it doesn't matter, but dehumanization plays an important fact on, on anything. Like, that kind of dehumanization that they are, like, saying that, that she's uh, she's not human, that she isn't able to do mistakes is really hurtful. Because, like, imagine having all of that pressure. Like, have you ever been in pressure that every ha everyone has high expectations on you and you're, like, afraid to uh, not fulfilling those expectations? Well, now imagine that, but not only that, uh, I don't know, uh, people close to you is thinking about that, but a whole country is thinking that from you. Imagine the pressure that that could have. And I don't know, uh, she has been managing that for quite a while and I respect her for that because I honestly mm, could never, I could never do that because at the end of the day she's human, uh, believe, it, believe it or not, she's human, uh, she has feelings, she has worries, she has bad days, she has, as, as, as the way she has magnificent days, she has horrible days. And it's something that we need to consider because sometimes we are like uh, blind by her greatness or whatever you want to call it. Um, that we forget that she's able to make mistakes. Uh, and I don't know, the pressure that that she'll have on her is unreal. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's, what, uh, that's what I think. And the dehumanization is really harmful, uh, looking at it uh, the way you want. Um, and yeah, it, I, I feel really bad for her, because imagine trying to, like, satisfying those people by their expectations. And then we have the part that she's basically, she was basically Tom Forster's strategy. And it was quite clever by the interviews that he gives after he chooses a team. Basically, his strategy was Simone Biles is gonna go clean, uh, the others just need to do an average routine and we'll get the gold. And imagine having all of that pressure that she's pressuring for the fact that uh, she's, uh, she, she needs to hit and if she hits, everyone is gonna, is gonna win, but if she doesn't, then there's problems. That's ugh. and we could we were able to watch that uh, the day after qualifications during uh, men's team finals that uh, basically Team Daggett was quote unquote implying that the uh, reason why the U.S. was behind Russia on the on the qualifications round it was because. Uh, Simone Biles didn't hit. That just adds more pressure. And Simone actually quite hit. Like, it wasn't the worst that... I, I mean, if she wouldn't have hit, she wouldn't have made all of the finals. And that's that's just what I, what I will say, right? But yeah, the pressure is big. And 
I don't know. Again, once again, uh, she's a hero for speaking about this. But now let's talk about other people's reactions. That even though lots of people uh, were supporting her as they should, because it's really important to talk about it. And she was really brave for speaking out and say like, you know what, I don't feel good and I didn't want to risk myself. And to prioritize in herself. Like, let's stop with this uh, fake narrative that the teams goes first. Because it's not true. Like, it depends a lot of, in a lot of things. But you're not gonna risk your life. Like, literally, just struggle now. But, yeah. Let's talk about um, what other people state that it pisses me off a lot. Okay, so basically the reason why I... Uh, like want to do this podcast was because I saw this video that pissed me off a lot and it's from this guy called Charlie Kirk first of all I didn't know uh, I didn't even know who he was uh, prior like watching the video because first of all I didn't even live in the US so I don't know that many famous people from that or politicians or whatever So I had to uh, wiki her um, and uh, like the first thing that it says is Charlie Kirk and then on the braces it says uh, activist and I was like okay uh, he's saying really bad stuff from the moon and he's an activist interesting and then It starts that Charlie Kirk is an American conservative, um, red flag, activist and radio talk show host. Okay, yeah, whatever with that. And then um, we go to the sixth section that is about his activism. And his activism basically consists on uh, give promotion to conspiracy theories, Uh, denial that the white privilege is a thing which is um, okay is sure that he's white uh, that he support uh, the fossil fuels and deny that anthropogenic causes uh, the, is one of the causes of climate uh, change he's also a pro-Trump pro activist uh, he has been spreading misinformation about COVID-19 And yeah, all of those things that basically uh, a common uh, Trump supporter, like that. And with that, like, with that description on what he is, we can make an idea of what he said. Uh, I don't want to, like, quote everything that he said because he was rude as fuck. But he basically called Simone Biles a selfish sociopath and a shame to the country. Because uh, she left out the team finals and because of that uh, the US lost to the Russians and he's speaking to the Russian with such a hate and it's like how can you hate on Galia, Listi, Vlada and Lilia? Um, I don't know but yeah And then he say that uh, we are raising a generation of weak people like Simone Biles. First of all, dude, uh, Simone is not weak at all. Um, the amount of hours that a gymnast um, spent on training is unreal. So you can call her whatever you want, but I don't think uh, weak is one of the words that you should use. Then uh, that of the shame to the country, he like says that 
uh, with such a nationalist and patriotic uh, way, and it makes me want to puke. Like, all of that people, especially American, because here in Mexico it's not that normal to have that, uh, that amount of love for your own country, because, like, Uh, almost no one from my generation wants to live in here. Um, it's, it's not something that really happens as much in the U.S. And I I don't know. Like, I always feel so weird to... And I want to puke with people with this uh, patriotic uh, speech. Because it's just like... Uh, Probably the background of that patriotic speech is that you're a white supremacist, that you support Trump, that you've never been discriminated your entire life, that you're straight, you're white, uh, you're from the U.S., uh, your parents are white, um, and yeah, you're racist, uh, and what else? You're homophobic, uh, you're, you don't want... Um, Immigrants from the U.S. That's basically the vibes that I get, and I always want to puke, and I want to puke this time again because, like, saying that it's a shame to the country is not, uh, cause like she owes nothing to the country. She uh, has spoke about this in multiple occasions, saying that she doesn't feel that she represents uh, the USAG at all, cause. And they never protect her when she was competing uh, under the Carolis, uh, when Larry Nazar was a national team doctor and all of that stuff. So she owes the U.S. nothing. Um, because she's not the U.S., you know? And also, like, this just perpetuates the idea that winning silver is a failure, which is not. Like, I know gringos are so entitled to uh, their uh, countrymates to win uh, all of the gold. Something that does not happen in all of the countries. And in most of the countries, it doesn't have, like, that much of a sports foundation. Like, even qualified is such... Um, is, is such an accomplishment. Because it should be. Uh, but yeah, like, Simone is not ashamed to the country, and she shouldn't be. Uh, on the other hand, I would say he's more of a shame to the country, honestly. Because, uh, dude, I wouldn't be that proud of um, being pro-Trump or denying white privilege. Uh, I know I'm white, but I know white privilege is a thing. Uh, and like I wouldn't be that proud of misinforming from COVID-19 you know uh, and he also has a, such a punchable face I won't explain that uh, but he has it and that's anything I need to say uh, and yeah basically uh, Simone is not selfish uh, because like I mean Would you consider yourself selfish if you want to protect your own life? Because that's exactly what she's doing. Because, once again, uh, thinking that if she's yourself, she's just, like, having little mistakes is not it. Um, it, it just doesn't happen. But, yeah, uh, before I start to get more angry with him, 
Uh, I'm gonna like mention also to the people that I'd say from the Latin American game internet. Lots of people were supporting Simone, obviously as they should. But then there's a lot of people who are saying like, um, before we never said this. Look at the Soviets. They even uh, compete injured and all that stuff. First of all, we should stop glorifying athletes who compete injured, because that's not it. Um, you're risking your life, you're being quite ridiculous, and I get the fact that you want to win even injured, but it's not something that you should be glorifying, because it's just not, because it just perpetuates this idea that you should be doing anything to win even if you're risking your own life. Look at what's happening with Artur Daloy and that I'm uh, 100 uh, surprised that he is still walking after uh, doing all around uh, three times in a single week when he shouldn't even be walking. But yeah, um, we shouldn't glorify that. And then if you want to bring out the Soviets, um, Taking consideration that it was like on 17th, 18th, and the abusive culture was such a thing. Like, I mean, the abusive culture is still being present in our, in in the daily lives of sports. Just look at what happened last year when now when with all of this Jim Alliance movement. What happened to Riley McCasker last year? What happened to Sky Blakely? Uh, no, Sky Blakely, no, to Connor McLean, sorry. Uh, this this year uh, that it was shown on Golden um, that it was like a documentary from Peacock uh, I will watch all of that and then I'll maybe do a, a review on that but yeah uh, look at look at those things and you'll you'll find that the abusive culture is a thing and it's something that lots of people have been uh, working in order to stop it because um, being abused physically, emotionally is not the key to success, okay? And it's something that you we should take away. If you want to talk about the Soviets, look at what happened to Yelena Mukina. She uh, was injured, she was not mentally prepared, uh, and she was pushed to compete out of her limits in order to make to the Olympics. Uh, and she had a mistake that let her quote a play here the rest of her life until he died in uh, 2006. Is that the life that you want? I don't think so. And like, okay, yes, the Soviet gymnasts were amazing, were flawless, they were so artistic. But at what cost? Um, does it really cost to have good results? Uh, like at expense of your own health I don't think so and I think the pro my problem with all of these people is that they say that oh but prior to that no one complains about it no one needs to go through therapy and he's like yes Bob that's obvious cause I mean <laughs> you know it's, it's obvious from those people who still thinking that abusing is a key to success it's obviously that they never went to therapy but yeah and like 
it's it's so like I don't know. And those are the kind of people who cause weeks is those who wants to prioritize their mental health or wants to prioritize what's best best for them. And I'm just tired. I'm tired of that kind of people. Um let's remember that above uh Simone as the greatest gymnast of all time. Uh, let's remember that she's also a human and she needs to looking out for her mental health, her physical health, and her happiness. And that's anything I need to say about this situation. So, well, um, I just hope Simone can find uh, her place, again, her mental place. Uh, if it's not for these Olympics, if, he's, if she decides to not compete at all on even finals is okay I totally support her because it's important uh, for all of the people who think that she should have to tell, uh, tell the coaches first before traveling to Tokyo so she could like they could put a replace for her um, mental blocks is not something that you see that they're gonna happen it can happen Uh, from one day to another maybe she has not on this mental block uh, prior to going to Tokyo because she did quite good at qualifications it was not her best but it was good enough so I don't think it was something that I mean she was um, showing us signs as we were able to see at trials day two Uh, but it's not something that you could like tell that it was about to happen so she's not selfish for that and obviously she deserved the opportunity to go to the olympics if you're saying that she didn't deserve it like do you live in a rock or something and um yeah that was everything so i hope she she can find herself if she decides to compete on even finals i totally support her if she doesn't i totally support her too And I think it's really important this message that she's telling us because it's part of this change of the culture from that abusive culture to, the, to a culture that um, goes more for the athletes than for the middle. That is something that we want to that we want to like uh, see in the future. Oh yeah, and also I forgot to mention a lot of people are saying that, but Kerry Strug even competed in injured she couldn't even land properly had lost ball but that ensures the US the gold first of all she didn't have the opportunity remember she was coached by Bella Caroli do you think she would have had the opportunity to say like you know you know what I don't want to compete no she shouldn't have and uh second of all um the US could have easily won without that ball like if you do the mats uh it was clearly that the us was about to win even without her fault so yeah don't be delusional and yeah i hope simone does the best for herself and i love this message message that she's throwing because it's really important and yeah thank you so much for listening if you like this podcast and you want to keep listening to to this podcast I encourage you to follow me. I can be a little bit uh, weird sometimes, but uh, you know what? Uh, most of my podcast has uh, timestamps, so you can just skip. And yeah, that was it for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And nothing. Uh, just have an amazing day. Have an amazing life. Always prioritize your mental health. 
That is for today. Bye.